of Creative Division Podcast. Uh, this is Saeed here. Um, I'm doing a solo podcast for this episode. I'm going to be talking about the um, the top 50 greatest rappers of all time list that I made for uh, our Creative Collision page on Instagram. And kind of compare it to the list that went tr- um, trending on Twitter the other day. Um, let me pull that up as well. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, that list was by uh, was it the Brew Podcast, I believe. They posted a... Uh, a list of the top 50 greatest rappers of all time. Um, it was about uh, a couple of days ago. And for some reason, the list went viral, which is kind of interesting because um, I see greatest rappers list of all time um, all the time. You know, I see these lists. And for some reason, this one went, went viral. Um, you know, it's, it's, and it's, they're not even that big of a Twitter page. Which is you know kind of random that that their uh, their list went viral on Twitter and um, and went it was trending for a couple of, a couple of days um, so actually I shouldn't say viral I've been saying it went viral yeah. it's not a you know it wasn't a video um, so but it was trending uh, the topic of the top fifty greatest rappers of all time was trending on Twitter because of this list that uh, they made and. I think the reason why this list went trending was because of some of the names, not so much the names that they had on here, but like where they replaced. Like the biggest one was having Joe Budden at number three, you know, and um, I mean Joe Budden, Joe Budden is not whack. Joe Budden is, you know, he's he's actually really good. But like to have him number three, is, you know, like they. They kind of went like, you know, with the typical names at the top, you know, like Jay-Z, Nas, and then Joe Budden at three. Like, okay, that's that's interesting, right? And then they had Styles P at four, which another thing where like, you know, Styles P's, uh, style, he's really dope as well, but, you know, have him number four was, uh, was kind of interesting. And then they had, um, no blacked out at five, nothing wrong with that, um, Fabulous at six was another one that people were kind of uh, surprised by, and and again, Fabulous isn't whack or anything like that. But uh, I think that's why this list went um went uh, why this list was trending because of uh, where they had some of these names on their list. Uh, if you go down the list, it's also like the placement of them, right? Like they had Eminem on the list, but Eminem was number twenty-eight, and you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not even that big of an Eminem fan, but to deny Eminem is one of the goats is uh, is pretty like disrespectful. So to have him at twenty-eight, <coughs> uh, that was pretty ridiculous. So you know, it was just just where these names were placed. Another one was um, having. Uh, <coughs> Tupac all the way down at 15. That was another one where, you know, people, people are like, you know, we're not, not too happy about. So it was, it was an interesting list and they got some, some interesting names on here. Nobody, like nobody that I would say is whack, but just where they were placed on the list is what was, um, you know, very surprising. And what, I think that's why. It got so much attention. So what happened was, you know, 
the Brew Podcast, Major League's Top 50 Greatest Rappers of All Time. They posted it on Twitter. I, um, for some reason, it grabbed a lot of people's attention. And I think just because of the where certain names were placed on the list. And uh, Twitter's random, man. Like, random things can go viral on Twitter. Um, like, you know, so for some reason, you know, like I mentioned, I see people put top 10 greatest rappers list of all time, top 10, 50, uh, top 50 lists of all time. I've seen so many lists. I've seen lists worse than this one, for example. Um, but they never, you know, went trending like the way, like this one did. I don't know if it was just good timing on their part as to why it, it went trending, but it, it did. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and the response, a lot of people, even like rappers started making their own list. Like, uh, people that were, you know, in the game, you know, started making their own list and everybody had their own response and started creating their own list. And, you know, of course, like we have a podcast and we have a, we're trying to get, you know, you know, viewers and, you know, so, and I'm a hip hop head, right? You know, like I love hip hop. I live and breathe it. Um, so I'm going to make my own list. Like screw it. You know, I'll make my own list. I'll hop on this bandwagon. I'll, I see where everybody else is doing. Let me hop on this wave and create my own list and see what people say. So I ended up doing that. Um, I made my own top 50 list. Uh, it took me about five to 10 minutes to make it. Um, it was, it was, <coughs> it was actually harder than I thought it would be. Um, the first, um, the first, uh, five, to, five to 10 names were actually pretty easy, but after you got that, after you get out of that top 10, it gets pretty hard to rank the list. And, um, I posted my list on Instagram, on our Instagram creative collision page. Uh, follow it, check it out. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't already. Um, so I posted the list on our, uh, creative collision page on Instagram and I compared it to the um, the Brew Podcast list on Twitter, and uh, we got you know I, I got some some good interaction. People left comments about um, what they liked about the list or what problems they had. Uh, for the most part, people had problems with um, where they didn't have a problem with who was on the list, but where they were ranked, and that's that's the biggest thing I want to talk about. Uh, when it comes to these lists, um, the biggest complaints I saw was it wasn't who was on it, it was just who, you know, if somebody was ranked higher than this person, um, and they felt that that person was better then they, they had a problem with it. So that's where, uh, that's where I saw the biggest complaints when it comes to, when it came to these lists, not just with my list, but other people's lists that. Uh, they're posted like again with the Joe Budden being number three. I don't think anybody has a problem with having Joe Budden in the top fifty. I don't think that that would piss anybody off, but to have him number three is what pissed people off, right? Um, and that's the biggest takeaway I saw. Now, again, number three is you're talking about like the goats of the goats when you get into the, like the top five, right? But uh, but then there's you know people complaining about. Somebody that would, you know, somebody ranked number 22 that was ahead of somebody that was ranked 38. Like, and that's what I want to mention. Like, once you get out of that top 10 range, it gets really hard to group these people. Like, the person that, I don't even know who's ranked number 22 yet. I'm, I'm going to go back and check who I put number 22 off the top of my head. I can't remember. But the person that I put at number 22, 
I'm not saying that person is that much better than the person that are ranked at 38, right? For example, like I, I, I'm gonna look back and I'll double check who I had ranked at 38 as well. But um, once you get out of that top 10, whoever, whoever, however you have them ranked or listed, you know, in your top 50, that's fine as long as they're on the list. And that's where the people were complaining about, like. There's so many great rappers. There's so many great um, MCs, uh, whatever you want to call it. Like, there's a lot of great, uh, you know, lyricists. There's a lot of great, you know, MCs, storytellers, guys that have bars, guys, um, you know, that have, <coughs> excuse me, double entendres, all that stuff. Like, what's your preference, right? What do you like more when it comes to lyricism? But there's so many great, talented artists that it's impossible to have a a like super accurate list of who's better than who especially once you get out of that initial top five to ten because i think for the most part the top five ten people are generally all the same names that most people have on their list if you're a hip-hop head and the reason you know they would be in the top five, ten. It's because of their impact and their influence. So, like, when you look at like top and that top ten range, you're gonna see the same names for the most part. You're gonna see Jay Z, Nas, Biggie, Pac, um, Eminem, um, Andre 3000, like uh, Rock Him. Hopefully, if you're a real hip hop head, um, so those names are all gonna be in that top 10, almost everybody's top 10, right? Um, so that's not the hard part. Making the top 10 actually wasn't the hard part when I started making my list. It's the names after that and how you want to rank them. And that's when people started complaining. So what I'm going to do um, on this podcast is I'm going to go into like um, my, cr- my criteria for making this list, but Cause my list wasn't, it wasn't like my personal favorites. If it was my personal favorites, it'd be way different. I just went off, like try to make an unbiased kind of grouping everything, everything together, getting like, you know, who has, you know, uh, from the impact influence. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. Their, their longevity, um, classic albums, um, years in the game, uh, lyricism, um, uh, that's always a part of it, storytelling. I, I, I grouped all this stuff together and try to make this list. So what I'm going to do is kind of go over for the people that especially like were complaining on uh, some of the comments in our um, on our Instagram page. Like, why do you have this person ahead of that person? And, you know, how can you say this person is better than that person? I'm going to go into how I came about my list and uh, why the actual ranking, you know, shouldn't be that big of a deal. You know what I mean? So now, now I'm going to kind of compare it to to um, uh, the Brew podcast list that, you know, went, trend, went trending on uh, Twitter. So <laughs> let's go through my list real quick. <coughs> I'm going to go through the top five pretty quickly. So number one, I had Jay-Z. Number two, I had Nas. Number three, Biggie. Number four, Tupac. Number five, Rakim. Now, my top five was very easy to make. And the reason being, I think, uh, like, you know, I think the top five, um, the top five or the top 10, I should say, should be the guys that had the biggest impact in hip hop. 
the guys I've, who have had the most influence and have had the longevity and had like the, the classics. Um, the guys that are just like Mount Rushmore status, right? Like, so when I go through my top, my top five real quick, um, you know, Jay number one, I think at this point, uh, I think it's the easiest argument to make Jay-Z number one. I don't think, uh, and on most people's list that I saw, who had the uh, who created their own list in response? A lot of people had Jay Z number one, like probably more than not, he was listed number one compared to any other rapper for the most part. And at this point, that's an easy argument to make for Jay number one. He definitely has the longevity, right? Like he's been doing this for over 20 years now. Not only that, he's been doing it at a high level for 20 years, right? Like it's kind of crazy, like, um. Like, he's still, he can still, you know, drop an album tomorrow and people are going to rush to go listen to it, right? He he still, um, he still had that type of uh, impact on the game today. Like, he, you know, his What's Free verse off Meek Mill's um, last album, like, that shit was incredible. Like, everybody, you know, it blew up all over the internet. Everybody was talking about it. Like, he had that kind of power. And to, to be over 20 years in and still have that kind of power, spit those kind of verses, um, can still lyrically crush a song when he wants to, can still make a hit when he needs to. Like, Jay is, like, the guy, right? So I don't think it's a hard argument to put Jay at the top. Um, like, it's obviously his influence and impact on, on rappers that came after him um, is, like you know, out of this world. I think the only person that you can say it has a bigger impact at this point, who has had a bigger influence on his peers and just on hip hop is probably like maybe Tupac as far as just overall um, impact. Uh, I think at this point, Jay's, Jay's done more than anybody else. So he's the easy argument for number one. But again, like when it comes to this like top five part, as long as Jay's up there, you know, then it's fine, right? He doesn't have to be number one on everybody's list, but, um, yeah, at this point, he's, you know, it's undeniable. You can tell, like, not being the top five is undeniable. He's at least, at least top five in everybody's list at this point. Um, then Nas, Nas on number two is, uh, um, another easy, kind of easy choice to make now, you know, with some people, you know, they don't have Nas as high, um, but, you know, Nas is another, it's kind of similar to Jay, uh, been doing this for, you know, Nas has been doing this for 25 years now, like, or more, right, like, Illmatic was 94, um, had one of the, the, probably the greatest debut album of all time with Illmatic, um, an album that is one of the most influential hip-hop albums ever made, uh, it was the first hip-hop album of that magnitude to, um, have producers from, uh, multiple producers from different, you know, different, uh, all the beats were made by different people for the most part. It wasn't, uh, before, before Elmatic, it, it was a producer and a rapper. Like he had one guy that would make all the beats for the album and one guy rapping, right? You never had this, this, uh, this way now where you, you're working with different, um, different beat makers and different producers on your album, Elmatic had, you know, DJ Premier, um, Q-Tip, uh, Lawrence Professor, um, I'm missing, hold on, I know I'm missing somebody else, 
uh, Pete Rock. Um, so like at that time, those were all the greatest producers in New York working on this album. So, you know, off Illmatic alone, Nas was like already like top 10 all time just off of that one album. Right. And then, um, and then I know people kind of crap on his discography after that, but Illmatic would set the bar so high that Aaron Nas can never really catch it. But you know, it was written as a classic to me. Like I am was good. Nostradamus is, you know, nobody wants to talk about Nostradamus, but it is what it is. You know, it's still Maddox rebirths his career. That beef with Jay-Z rebirths his career. Uh, Ether, Ether is now a, like, a term, right? Like, he, he kind of bursts a term. Like, Ether, you got Ethered, right? That's that's the saying now. Like, that, so it shows his his impact on the game. Um, and still, right? Nas is still making music. Uh, Lost Tapes 2 just came out. Um, so he's still making projects. Um, he had the project with Kanye a year ago, the last year album. Um, so he's, I, I, you know, I think Jay, I think Jay surpassed Nas because of his, uh, impact. I think Jay's been consistently better for a longer period of time now. So I, that's why I think, um, that's why I have Jay number ahead of Nas because, um, Jay hasn't fell off quite as much as Nas, like as far as his just overall impact on the game, and you know, four 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 from Jay, you can argue is a classic. So, uh, but still, Nas Nas is up there. Um, yeah, I had him number two, Biggie number three. Again, Biggie doesn't have the longevity as other artists, but uh, you know, all it took Biggie was you know four years to have the the impact that he had. So. Um, but Biggie, uh, it's hard to, to deny him or take him out of that top five uh, just because of his impact and influence alone. Like, you know, Biggie, Biggie inspired so many rappers after him. Um, yeah, he might have only been alive to make two albums, but they're both classics, right? And to have two classic albums, that's still like that's still better than 90 percent of rappers discography just off of two albums. Right. So. He has a classic. He doesn't have the longevity, but he has a, he has a, he has the classics. He has obviously he had everything. It's when it comes to the MC, he had the flow, he had the lyrics, the storytelling ability, like he had it all in the entire package. Um, he had the uh, he had the um the impact and influence that's undeniable. Uh, <coughs> um, he inspired a lot of rappers that came after him. So Biggie, you know. Yeah, you still see Biggie on up there um, all the time, right? So, two, and then Tupac at number four. So, um, you know, Pac. <coughs> uh, with Pac, you know, you have um, probably the most impactful, influential rapper of all time. Um, so, I mean, what what more can I say about Pac for the most part, right? Like. Obviously, everybody knows who Tupac is. Um, when it comes to um, well, well, one thing when I, I want to bring up about Pac, he was the one that got a little disrespected on that um, on the Brew podcast list. Uh, they had Pac at number fifteen. Yeah, I know that that pissed some people off. <laughs> and uh, I think, <coughs> excuse me, we had a cookie downstairs and cooking chili is starting to get upstairs, so coughing a little bit. Uh, um, high 97 made a response list. Peter Rosenberg and, and, um, Ebro made their, made their own top 50 list. 
and even them, you know, they they were disrespecting Pac. Uh, I think um, I think Rosenberg put Pac at like number nineteen, and then Ebro had him like number nine or something. Uh, but he had like J Cole ahead of Tupac. Come on, man, how are you gonna put J Cole ahead of Tupac? Like, and he, you know, but obviously J Cole's. I had I had J Cole in my top fifty. I think I had him forty. I forgot like forty seven or something like that. And you know, he he still had the chance to go up on that. But to put J Cole ahead of Tupac already, like, come on. Um, so I've been seeing that lately, man. I've been seeing people disrespect Pac lately. Like Pac inspired J Cole. Pac. Like, J. Cole's one of, one of his biggest influences is Tupac. Um, Kendrick Lamar as well. Um, uh, and I think Kendrick's Kendrick's a lot closer to Pac than J. Cole is when it comes to all-time status. But um, but still, like, um, you know, Tupac inspires somebody like Kendrick Lamar. One of his biggest influences is Pac. Um, I know the, people, the complaints against Pac is that he wasn't, like, the best lyricist. He wasn't, like, spitting bars like that. He was really straightforward, but a lot of times that's all you need is that straightforward approach. Like Pac, uh, Pac had that right. He can. He was able to grab your attention and, and inspire you, and you know, you know, grab you with his lyrics. Um, and he was poetic, right? He was a great songwriter. Um, even as a young, even before like he really became a big rapper, songs like Brenda's Got a Baby. Uh, well, that was his first album, like, and he was already making uh, conscious songs like that, right? Um, trapped off that first album, off of Tupacalypse Now, like, he was making social aware lyrics. And when you want, when you're trying to be so, uh, social, uh, a rapper who who's trying to portray social awareness in the community, you got to be straightforward with that. You can't, like, beat around the bush. You can't be all clever and be witty and have these metaphors and shit when you're trying to like get people to listen to what you're saying to really listen to what you're saying right um and so that's why i know the people that don't have Pac as high and i've been seeing that lately and before Pac was on everybody's top top uh top list right but nowadays i've been seeing people uh drop drop Pac off their top five list and uh i'm not even the biggest tupac fan but like he's still you can't deny the impact that he had and influence that he had. And I'm a guy that likes more ba- like straight, you know, bars and being, you know, having uh, double entendres and metaphors and um, complex rhyme schemes. Like, uh, I like that more than what Pac gave me. Like, so that's why I'm not like, I don't listen to Pac a whole lot because he wasn't that kind of rapper. And that's, you know, I, I and that straightforward, like, uh, approach isn't always my favorite type of rap to listen to. But like a like I mentioned, this is not like my personal favorites. This was like my unbiased opinion, like who I think are the greatest rappers ever, based on everything, based on impact, influence, uh, lyrics, um, storytelling, um, longevity. Pac has the longevity as well, even though he he died at a young age, um, he still was alive to make you know. Like how much I'm like Pac had a decade's worth of music uh, that he made and a decade's worth of music after that that was unreleased after he passed away, right? And uh, he still has three classic albums, uh, Me Against the World all, and uh, All Eyes on Me, the Don Culluminati, Seven Day Theory. Those are all classic albums. And to have three classic albums, only a handful of rappers can say they have more than 
three or can even say that have three classic albums right so um yeah i just wanted to mention that i think Pac got a little disrespected he's being a little bit a little disrespected lately when it comes on these lists and um so i had him at four um uh just based off all that i just said right now number five i had uh i had rakim uh number five uh rakim's impact is up there still even though he hasn't been uh, a big part of hip hop or a big player in, in the game in 20 years. He's still his first, you know, Rakim's first eight years of his career were just as great as anybody. Like, he stepped up lyricism to a whole new level. His impact that he had on um, changing the game for for bars and <coughs> for music. Um, like, he was the first dude to really, to really make you know, complex rhyme schemes and multi-syllabic rhyme patterns popular. Uh, he was the first dude to, to rap that way with these and take it from the, that simple kind of ABC approach to, you know, a more, more lyrical, complex uh, way of writing. And you see it with like people like uh, Nas and, and like um, Wu-Tang and Jay and, and um rappers that came after Rakim in that in that mid nineties era that, you know, you can tell they're Rakim they're Rakim babies basically. Everybody was trying to, you know, catch up to that level and um I know when it comes to the eighties, uh like the legends from the eighties guys like Rakim, uh Big Daddy King, Karis One, Al Cool J, like it's a little bit harder to rank them now because it's been so long since they've been relevant, since they've, you know, um, been a player in hip hop, been, uh, been any, you know, been around. So it, it gets kind of hard to rank them. Um, but Rakim just based off that, that era, his influence was so big. He was so good. He was so far ahead of his time that he's still up there, man. Um, I wouldn't even be mad if people put Rakim number one. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, his lyrics, his lyrics still hold up to this day. That's how you know if a guy from the '80s was, you know, was really good. If, if you can, you know, if you can, if they still hold up to this day, and Rakim still does, like his shit to this day is still is still amazing. So, uh, I know, I know he's not as big as some of the other guys I mentioned. He doesn't have that name like Jay and Nas and Biggie and Pac have, but he was. He impact he impacted all of those guys. That the four people I have ahead, Rakim, he was a big impact on all of those guys. And when it comes to that, you know, the top five, how you know, that's the order I have them in. But however order you want to put them, it's up to you. Like I'm not gonna be mad if you reversed it. If you had Rakim number one and had Jay at number five, like it is what it, like as long as those guys are like the five, um, then uh, then I think that's. That's a good start off point there. <laughs> and um just just keep it going here. So after after those five I had my next my next five I had Andre three thousand, Eminem, Black Dot, Scarface, and Karis one. So Andre three thousand number six, Eminem seven, Black Dot eight, Scarface nine, Karis one, number ten. Um they actually I had Karis one fourteen at first. 
on my original post that I posted on Instagram. Then uh, I revised it. Oh, I left a comment like I'm already revising the list. And I put KRS-One at number 10. Um, I think before that, I forgot who I had number 10 before that. Might have been... Um, might have been Big Daddy Kane. I had him at 11, so... Either way, like... I mean, Andre 3000 is... Again, another guy that... that um, has had a big imp impact on the game. One of the greatest uh, rappers ever. Nothing but classics. All of all of uh, Outkast's albums were classics for the most part. Um, I know he, n he never made a solo album, but... Even without ever making a solo album, he still, he still like has enough uh, classic verses and classic songs with Outkast that, that you can place him this high on the list. Um, and he's still very much a great rapper. Like anytime we get an Andre 3000 verse, it's like a blessing from heaven, right? Cause we got blessed with another Andre 3000 verse, right? So, um, you know, not much to say there. Uh, Eminem. Uh, again, like, you know, I have a number seven, um, and with M, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people, there's a lot, a lot of love, hate now with Eminem. There's only between with Eminem anymore. Like there's a lot of people that put Eminem number one. There's a lot of people that don't even put Eminem in their, in their top, you know, top 20, <laughs> like, uh, the brew podcast. That's another comparison I want to make. Uh, you know, uh, they had Eminem at number 28. That was another, like, all-time great where a little disre disrespectful. And uh, I'm not the biggest Eminem fan either, but to have him number 28, um, come on, you know, like, uh, Eminem, uh, he, he's still up there. And I know that, like, the last couple years, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of, <coughs> I think uh, they haven't been too great his last couple projects. But Eminem is still up there. Uh, Black Dog number eight. Um, Black Dog's interesting because I think if you want to just talk about pure bars and just the skill of rapping, like that, like what it takes to be a great rapper and like the actual skill set. Like I think Black Dot is the most skilled rapper ever. I think Black Dot can out rap like any rapper ever. Like uh, that's how good I think he is as a as an MC I think the art of rapping and MCing and skills like he's he's I don't think you can say that anybody's really better than him at that um the reason he, he's not higher on my list um is because he's just unfortunately he doesn't have that type of impact that the rappers ahead of him do like everybody ahead of him um inspired like a lot of rappers that came after after them to want to rap like them like there's you hear like when eminem right eminem guys like hobson uh uh guys like teller the creator like you can tell like they're influenced by eminem you know like andre 2000 you hear it with like kendrick lamar you hear it and um and a lot of rappers like the inspiration and uh the influence that andre had you know obviously Nas, biggie J. Um, they all had that, that influence too on a lot of people that came after him. Um, Black Dot has never really like impacted the game like that where he's really influenced a lot of rappers. He, you know, he's hasn't had that type of like uh, monumental influence on the game like that, but he's just so good that 
it's kind of like you got to have him up there still, you know, at this point, especially because Black Doth, another dude that similar to like Jay, uh, where he's still really relevant to this day, like Black Doth. And obviously, uh, Black Doth never done numbers like Jay, but um, the roots have always been consistent. Uh, he's, you know, d- you know, his projects, it was uh, the EPs he'd made with um, like the one with Nice Wonder, A Stream of the Conscious. Um, I just heard him on uh, Benny the Butcher's uh, EP. Like, he's, he crushes any time, any universe he's on, he crushes. So, uh, just for his, his pure level of rapping, his skill, and the fact that he's the longevity as well puts a black dot that high on my list. Um, then I have, I have Scarface at nine. Scarface, um, from a influential standpoint, he's like the the uh, Tupac of of the South, right? Like that real dude that had that storytelling and then those like street gritty lyrics and um, you know th- those hood tales and just making that you know that real real that real shit that you know Scarface can make you cry he can you know he can be gangster like Scarface um, had that a big influence on southern hip-hop uh, and I Karis one number 10 um, Karis one another guy that's you know kind of like Rakim uh, same era as Rakim the the 80s and so it gets kind of hard to rank Karis one nowadays because again it's been like 20 years since it's since he's really like you know had music that was you know being looked for like that where people were checking for Karis from his music it's been a long time um but again similar to Rakim um he was very impactful influential in his time uh he he influenced people like Talib Kweli, Common um uh you know he he was one of the first dudes that really rapped with a uh, from an educational standpoint and really wanted to spit knowledge and spit that real, that real shit that's going to like, you know, be impactful to you, important to you, like Karis one. Um, and he, in his day, man, nobody wanted to battle KRS, right? He took down a whole borough, um, just kind of ending careers back in his day. So I had to move him up after I really thought about like what he did in in his time, right? Has classic albums, has it all. Big Daddy Kane, uh, number 11, Big Daddy Kane, basically, if it wasn't for Big Daddy Kane, there wouldn't be no Jay-Z, no, no, um, Biggie, no, like, uh, those dudes that were inspired by Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane used to take Jay on tour, um, so that whole swag, the style, the, the, how smooth he was on the mic, that kind of calm, cool present, but, you know, was still, like, can kill you lyrically and had, like, that, that's flick talk that smooth talk um you, you can tell biggie and biggie and jay being that they're from brooklyn took a lot from big daddy kane from brooklyn as well so so those you know and those are like the guys from the 80s that everybody always talks about karis one big daddy kane rock him um so that and number 12 here this is where i have my like my first new school rapper kendrick lamar I had kendrick at 12 so and I know a lot of people already have him like top ten, top five, but uh, um, Will was arguing with me when I when he saw my list. He he thought like I can maybe have Kendrick top ten, uh, but it's tough. But again, man, I'm out of respect for the legends that came before him. It's, you can't forget what my guy like Big Daddy King, Karis One, Scarface, like 
to put Kendrick ahead of those guys, uh, you can. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate you if you do put Kendrick ahead of those guys. If you want to say you surpassed them already, but uh, obviously Kendrick's uh, his discography is already legendary. You know, you can argue that every every album he's made has been a classic album. But with Kendrick, you still want to see how how his albums hold up over time, how impactful they are. Like as good as like to pimp a butterfly it was is it gonna have like that type of impact that like a illmatic did or that like uh ready to die did or something like you know like how how much of an impact is that album gonna have in the long run and that's why you know i want to you still want to see because you for now like those albums were all great and all but if people <laughs> don't go back to them like that you know they might start to lose a little bit of their like uh their overall value so but kendrick's on his way man i mean one more great album he's for sure probably cracks my top 10 um and i had ice cube cool j rad big pun uh, and this is where i start this is where it starts to get hard this is where it starts to get like real hard as far as how to rank people so at this point like i'm just gonna go through this list and and uh tell you these names and We'll go about like the rankings. Um, yeah, like, you know, so Ice Cube at 13, Cool G Rap at 14, Big Pun at 15, uh, had Ghostface at 16, Big L at 17, Lauren Hill at 18, um, MF Doom at 19, Chuck D at 20. So, yeah, this is this is where it gets tough. And at this point, like, however you want to rank these names is up to you, man. But like, like me putting. You know, putting like Big Pun at 15 and then, you know, like, I don't know, like, this is where you can start to make that comparison and be like, like, so this, this is an example here. I have Big Pun at 15 and Ghostface at 16. Like, I could have easily put like, I put this the other way around, just depending on like my mood of the day, you know, like. Like, um, at, at this point, as long as we're on the list, right? Um, Big Pun, kind of a little bit similar to Biggie, where his discography isn't, isn't, uh, he, he didn't have the longevity like that, uh, because he passed away. So, but he was the first, like, Latino rapper to go platinum. Um, just crazy, crazy dope. Uh, flow, um, amazing lyricists. So, uh, off capital punishment alone, how how um, how big that album was, how impactful that album was. Um, he, he he has to be up there, even though he doesn't have the discography like that. Uh, big Al was interesting too. We had Big Al at seventeen. Uh, with Big Al, he doesn't have again. He doesn't have this, the discography because he died so young as well. Uh, but it's interesting because Big Al didn't really get, you know, get bigger, no no pun intended, until after he died. Like, like Big Pun was a platinum artist. Like, Biggie was platinum. Everybody knew he was a superstar. Big Al was still actually trying to, like, make his, his uh, break, you know, put his foot in the door when it came to, like, the mainstream part. He wasn't, like, he didn't sell a lot of records. Like, uh, Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, as dope as an album it was, it wasn't it wasn't that big of an album. Like people were, you know, 
it wasn't like a high selling album or anything like that. So it wasn't until after Big Al died where people started to like look at how crazy his bars were and his metaphors and like you know that dude had that dude had uh you know the uh slick slick uh talk for days man big guy was grimy man he was raw so his impact kind of took it took a while to, for people to really check for big Al, but once they did uh they saw how talented he was um lauren hill i had an 18 and i'm somebody in the comment section complained about lauren hill for some reason i didn't really i don't really want to get into it too much but come on man like I know, I know her her discography isn't extensive, but like it's a person in the comment section try to argue that Lauren Hill, what who like she only inspired what female rappers, like I don't know, man. Like Lauren Hill, it, it was one of the first. Uh, doesn't matter, male or female, doesn't matter. She was one of the first uh, artists to really marry both sides of like rapping and singing and talk about love and you know stuff that it's not always fun to talk about because even women weren't really talking about love like that like before lauren hill like no no little kim and foxy brown were talking about like relationships and being in love and um lauren hill was one of the first artists to do that successfully like the miseducation of lauren hill i think the album the diamond i think that's the album went 10 times platinum i want to say um so people like drake man like if it wasn't for lauren hill you know drake might have not been as big like you know what i mean like to to rap and sing and marry both sides together talk about you know relationships and things like that like she inspired more than just female rappers um you look at like uh, Kanye West is another example. Kanye, you've, you've I've heard it in plenty of Kanye, Kanye lyrics. Um, his admiration for Lauryn Hill and and uh, he's name dropped her a bunch of times in songs about how impactful and important Lauryn Hill was. Right, um, uh, people like Common, people like uh, Mos Def, like you know, so Lauryn Hill is much more impactful than just female rappers. She influenced a lot of male rappers too. Um, and she can spit, man. Like lyrically, she, she was the only, only girl at that time that was, that men were scared of. They didn't want to, you know, be on a record with Lauren Hill because Lauren Hill can out rap just about any guy in her era, you know? So come on, man. I'm, that's what, you know, like when you complain about having Lauren Hill on the list or having her that high on the list and, that you don't know what you're talking about. Um, 19, MF Doom, who's one of my favorite rappers ever. Um, it's just kind of hard to put MF Doom higher because uh, obviously he's underground. He doesn't have that type of, that type of like overall like name like that that's recognizable, distinguished like that. But even for an underground rapper, he, MF Doom is probably the most famous underground rapper. Um, I mean, you can, you know, Earl Sweatshirt was like a big, you know, you can tell the influence he's had on his younger generation, like Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler, the creator, um, even like Jay Electronica. I remember Jay Electronica sounding like when I first heard Jay Electronica, he sounded like MF Doom a little bit too. So, and, uh, he has some 
underground classics, man. Uh, so I'm gonna go to this 20 through 30 range real quick. Um, I had Chuck D at 20, Most Def at 21, Red Man 22, Common 23, LL Cool J 24, Slick Rick 25, Jizza 26, Royce the 59, 27, Talib Kweli 28, Killer Mike 29, and then um, Feral Monch at 30. So th this point, it, this point kind of became like, all right, fuck it, like I'm just gonna. Oh yeah, I'm I'm put this these names down. I try to rearrange it in a way that, you know, I wanted to, but for the most part, it became hard to put who, who was ahead of who, man. Like at this point, like putting, you know, putting like Redman at 22 and like Royce the Five Nine at 27, like, you know, it's not like a big deal anymore. <laughs> like, <coughs> you know what it, you know what I mean, like. Having Common at 23 and, and Talib Kweli at 28 isn't a big deal. Like, you can flip-flop them, whatever. Like, at this point, it's just about who's on the list, right? Um, like, you know, if Feral Monch at 30, I could easily put Feral Monch, like, at, you know, 22 ahead of Common if I wanted to. Like, it would have not been a big of a deal. So, this is where you, people started, you know, you started complaining about the order but the order doesn't really matter no more. It's kind of like who's on your list at this point. Um, and 31 through 40 at Lupe Fiasco, 31, Raekwon, 32, MC Light, 33, AZ at 34, Pusha T at 35, Met the Man at 36, Jadakiss at 37, Prodigy at 38, Bun B at 39, Little Wayne at 40. Again, like whatever the, whatever the order is, it is what it is. It's kind of like who's on your list and some of these people you just got to make sure they're on your list doesn't really matter what order they're in like you know it is what it is like um yeah like i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast like whoever who i had at 22 and 38 wasn't like i had a red man at 22 and i had prodigy at 38 like red you know is red man like that much better than prodigy like you know you can you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even matter the order anymore, as long as they're on there. Um, then I had Lil Wayne at 40, Snoop Dogg at 41, Guru at 42, T.I. at 43, DMX 44, Kanye 45, Q-Tip 46, J. Cole 47, Buster Rhymes 48, Big Boy 49. Um, I know originally I had Rhapsody at 50, um, but then I felt like I got to include some more old school people is that uh posthumous from um um freaking um my gosh <coughs> I'm from Della Soul I'm sorry at 50 um so yeah I mean it is what it is uh I mean uh, I get complaining about what, if the difference if you're complaining about who's ranked at in the 20 like who's ranked at 23 and 28 like then okay you're comp you're being too nitpicky but i get it if you want to say like oh you have somebody that's ranked 21 and then this person that's ranked 46 like that's a pretty bigger gap where you can argue like okay like they should be closer together but again it is what it is like i don't know some people push back about little wayne at 40 and you know to me I just look at, I know Lil Wayne, 
had a big impact. I know Little Wayne was very, you know, in his especially like in his day, very influential uh, when he was in his prime. And then people want, you know, and people argue that like, you know, his impact was so large, right? So he, sh he should be higher. But I look at the type of people you have impacted. So it's not just about, oh, uh, were you impactful? Were you influential? Little Wayne was impactful and influential, but was he for the good? Like, did it, did he impact good rappers? Did he, you know, like, and I look at like this generation of rappers who are, who are, uh, you know, were kids when Little Wayne was in his prime. And I don't see a lot of, you know, <laughs> like there's not a lot of great Little Wayne babies out there. You know what I mean? Um, like the same way where like you look at rappers from the nineties and then the guy that they influenced, like people would try to tell me, they're trying to tell me that like, Oh man, like Kendrick Lamar and J Cole were big, you know, inspired a lot by little Wayne. But to me, those guys were more inspired by and those guys a little bit older. They're closer to little Wayne's age than these young, these young rappers now, like J Cole's like 33 or something like that. Like you can't eat. Little Wayne didn't play a big inspiration to him like like that, you know what I mean? J. Cole was more inspired by by um like Tupac and Jay and he grew up on them. Like cannabis was a big inspiration to J. Cole. And that's another guy that I was trying to put on the list, but I felt like I just felt like people don't go back and listen to cannabis like that anymore. So it's kinda hard to put him back, you know. And as for from a pure lyric standpoint and you know his bars and you know cannabis cannabis was up there but it's kind of hard to find a place for him now but again going back to little wayne though um i mean I could, if you want to put him higher that's fine it's just like to me i don't think he he had a really positive impact i know he had an impact that's not what i'm saying he definitely was very impactful and inspired a lot of rappers to come after him but i don't think his the people he impacted are good. <laughs> I think most of the people he impacted are for the most part kind of garbage. So like just because you had an impact on the generation doesn't mean it was a good impact. Like, you know what I mean? So I think a lot of this mumble rap generation is uh, a lot of kids that grew up on Little Wayne. Um, but you know, Little Wayne, man, he, yeah, I mean, at his peak, he had a string of great mixtapes, but there's a lot of guys that had great mixtape runs. Um, and you know, he had a lot of, obviously platinum in one week and one day, or what was it? Like one week, right? With the Carter three was huge. So at his peak, little Wayne was, that was great. Um, I felt even back then though, he took a, you know, he, there was a lot of stuff that was overhyped and overrated. And there's things, you know, things that were like, things were kind of like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of um, what should I call it? Like a lot of half-assed or not half-assed, but a lot of, a lot of filler. He still got away with a lot of filler back then, but you know, from, uh, from 40, I think it's, it's cool. I, I, I know that the uh, brew podcast list, I think they had him around the same range, but if you want to put little Wayne higher, that's fine. You know, um, that's no problem to me. I just, uh, I just kind of look at the people I had ahead of him. I just think we're, I've had, a you know, we're just a little better at their peaks. Um, yeah, I mean, Kanye at 45, 
uh, a lot of that is just with the you know old Kanye he had his his run of gray albums um J. Cole 47 uh he can climb up that list and yeah I mean I don't have Drake on here that's probably one that's gonna stick out to people um after all like the Ghost Rider controversy I don't I just don't know you know Drake what what Drake wrote and what he didn't write anymore so it's kind of hard to put uh Drake up there somewhere and you know it is what it is but yeah man I mean and Wayne is still active so Wayne can still go up on this list but um yeah it is what it is like like I mentioned once you get into like outside of that top 10 top 15 it gets really hard to to rank these people and what order you want to put them in so um so yeah I just want to talk about this talk about this list and and uh what do you guys you know what do you guys think and um trying to be you know as objective about it as I can uh, obviously there's always going to be a little bit of like personal taste as to who you have where like MF Doom at 19 is probably in my top 10 most favorite rappers but even at 19 I feel like it's a little it is showing him a little bit of favoritism and it's kind of I try to not have that because you no know, MF Doom is not you know the underground rapper so it's kind of hard when it comes to underground rappers it's kind of hard to rank them on these top 50 greatest list because a lot of times you want to have people that have had more of a widespread um, universal acclaim right so um, yeah I mean uh, it is what it is I just want to talk about this uh, since it was trending and there's a lot of opinions about it so um, yeah let's let me know what you think and uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast peace